Want some news you can use? Stop by the 10 News Studio and join hosts Ryan Willard and Pamela Kirkland every Wednesday. The 10 News team covers everything from Ukraine and the Supreme Court to Minecraft and Pokemon, all in a bite-sized podcast for kids and their adults. Awesome guests like Lego Masters Judge Amy Amy Corbett, Corbett, Dr. Anthony Fauci, and the voice of Pokemon's Ash Ketchum are guaranteed to swing by. Make the 10 News part of your family routine to connect, explore, and learn something new. Listen to the 10 News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Woohoo! That was great because I did it fast at the end because it sounded like an ad. of Power Dog in Dogland. My name is Hank, and my mom wrote this story with my help. Thank you, Hank. Hello, I'm Phoebe, and I'll be sharing this story with you. If you're just joining us, then you should know that this story is serial, meaning all of the episodes come together to tell one longer, ongoing story over a whole season. And you should go back to your podcast player of choice and find episode one of season one called Power Dog Goes to College and start there. For those of you joining us again after our break, thank you for your patience and love and support. Being able to have a community of great listeners and joke tellers and supporters and friends has made this adventure of making a podcast more fun than we could have ever imagined. Now, are y'all ready to get into this new story? You may remember that there is this far-off place. It's another world, an entirely different planet. And the closest translation in any Earth language, like English, for example, for what it would be called would be, well, Dogland. Living in this world, there is an individual that I have come to know as Power Dog. Now how I, a mere human of Earth, have come to know Power Dog is a really cool story, but it's still not the story we're going to share today. Today's story, the second season's beginning, begins at night. Perhaps a little too late for Power Dog to still be up on a school night not that long ago. All right, great job, everybody. Don't worry, Power Dog, you'll get the hang of it eventually. Just keep on keeping on, and don't forget, pups, practice makes progress. Now, let's all take five before the next. 
power dog landed right on his backside, hard, with a thud. How embarrassing. It had happened right as he heard his name over the loudspeaker. He had been trying to learn how to do a backspin for what felt like ages. His face felt hot, and he was glad it was too dark on the dance floor for anyone to see his face. Tuffy, his beloved first cousin and best friend, was moving a little too fast towards him, careening and slipping cartoonishly sideways and all over in tap dancing shoes that he happened to be wearing on all four doggy feet and paws. He was on a collision course right for Power Dog. I've never had so much fun doing something I'm not so great at, hollered Tuffy as he crashed into Power Dog, who tried to smile back, but fell over and stared at the ceiling instead. He wanted to feel proud that they had both tried so hard, and he was proud of Tuffy for trying, failing, and still going. But Power Dog thought that he ought to be able to do a full-on head spin, let alone a back spin by now. After all, he is a dog of many powers. Both of them had been taking dance lessons for months now. And well, frankly, dear listeners, they were both struggling, struggling to land any sweet moves, like at all. It was enough to make him burst into tears. Power Dog rolled over nearer to the side of the dance floor and lay there a little longer than he needed to. At least he could tap into his power of observation, of noticing, and have a really good think about it. He looked up at the sparkly, trophy-like disco balls hanging from the ceiling, and he let his vision go blurry on purpose until everything looked fuzzy and wild. And then he stirred a little as he heard... All right, all right, all right, pups and pals, who's ready for the next event? Rather than picking himself all the way up, Power Dog just did a barrel roll the rest of the way off the dance floor and into the sidelines, where he could smell delicious, fresh, hot pizzas coming out of the oven on the other side of the video arcade at what was now his most favorite place on all of Dogland, Intergalactic Pizza Party. Oh, have you, dear listeners, not heard of Intergalactic Pizza Party? Well, it's right at the vibrant center of downtown Lictopolis, the capital city of Dogland. It was first opened by the famous Dogland chef known as Za Xian, but now it's run by her pup, Claudio. They have a lot of space-themed fun. For example, the menu includes planet, star, and comet-shaped pizzas, and little snacks that look like rockets and stars. They very famously serve garbage-flavored pizza. Sure, sure, that's gross here on Earth, but let me tell you, it's considered delicious on Dogland. And they also serve their famous frosting pizza that comes in any dessert flavor dogs love. Did you know that even here on Earth, dogs can taste and like sweet things? That's actually kind of special, because not all animals can. Cats cannot taste sweet things. And that's not just your cute, fluffy house cat, but also big cats like lions and tigers. Another word for all types of cats is felines. And felines' taste receptors simply cannot detect sweet. Now, both humans and dogs can taste sweet, sour, salty, spicy, and bitter. 
Although dogs do like the taste of sweet foods, they much prefer that meatier flavor and taste. That flavor is more and more often called umami, which is a really fun word to say. Can you say it with me? Umami. 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 On Dogland, they love this umami flavor, and the young pups love it combined with sweet flavors. Power Dog loves a sweet and meaty flavor combo that might resemble a vanilla strawberry birthday cake with hot dogs mixed up inside it flavor. And Tuffy loves a kind of, you're going to think this is gross, but it's not to him, a caramel mushroom and wet dirt flavor. I know, you're probably thinking, what? Ew. But think about how happy your dog would probably be with that. I think there's even a dead stuff at the beach and vanilla ice cream mix on this menu. What are your favorite flavors? Do you have a sweet tooth, as they might say? Oh, oh, listeners, I'm getting all caught up in food and flavors talk, which is so easy to do. Let's get back to the intergalactic pizza party, Power Dog's new most favorite place on Dogland. At the back of intergalactic pizza party, Beyond the crazy space-themed pizza parlor, there's a bonkers awesome video arcade with all the coolest, latest, and most physical video games you could ever imagine. There's a lot of space-themed games, of course, flying and driving games, jumping games, throwing and catching games, I mean, we're talking about dogs here, and at the very back of the arcade, right before you get to the dazzling dance floor, there are dancing games. And the most popular game is called Dog Dance Revolution. On Sunday fun days, there are epic Dog Dance Revolution contests. And on Fridays, there's kind of an open mic or open floor, open dance floor that is, where dogs sign up and share new moves or just showcase moves they've learned or even invented. Every Thursday, which happens to be the very night of the week our story began, Dogs come out in droves to practice their moves on the dance floor, sometimes for hours, to be ready for the open floor performances on Friday nights and the contests on Sunday fun day. It was very popular and looked like a constant party, living up to the name Intergalactic Pizza Party. And you see, space-themed anything has become wildly popular on Dogland ever since the ABBA family who we met in season one of this story, appeared in the rainbow funnel clouds and eventually saved the day by eating up volcanic lava and then turning that lava into the best building blocks anyone had ever seen on Dogland. I mean, imagine if you had an alien friend that could poop out giant, super strong building blocks. So really, all of the dogs of Dogland, from Hawafi to Lictopolis to Doglaska, Dogstralia, New Squealand, question mark mountain and back again we're simply wild about space lava and anything celebrating the now famous events of dogland's recent past and even though it'd be very easy to do so power dog never ever boasts or brags about his role in those events all right all right all right pups and pals is it cold in here because i think Somebody cranked up the bear conditioning. 
Power Dog and Tuffy both stood up and paid full attention as the reigning Dogland dance champion burst through a pair of heavy double doors at the back of the dance floor. It was Bear Chop, a sleek, muscular dog with characteristics not unlike a black bear here on Earth. She came flying through those double doors with a high kick punch and landed in the middle of the disco floor, did a double flip with a twist and landed on one outstretched toe bean, spinning like a top. Or maybe like those spinning fighting tops you earth children call, what is it, Beyblades. She was just going so fast and only on one muscular toe. Power Dog stared in awe and tried to imagine how he might get to a point where he could do something like that. Big wow, said Tuffy. Power Dog nodded, mouth open just a bit and could find no words as Bear Chop flipped over again and again and began to spin faster and faster, but this time on her head. She threw her strong front paws down, spun around in the opposite direction, and came back down into the splits on the dance floor. She pointed her paw out at the awestruck crowd and hollered, Who's next? in her big, booming bear voice. Both Power Dog and Tuffy felt their faces blush hot as the entire crowd realized right along with them that Bear Chop was pointing right at them, or perhaps right in between them. They both looked each other square in the eyes, nodded, and cautiously and bravely stepped forward. Just as Power Dog was bending his back legs to spring into a spinning jump move that he knew he could land, and just as Tuffy was about to hop onto his front paws, they were knocked right over. Tuffy right onto his backside, ouch, and Power Dog right onto his face, ah, ouch, what? They both barked in pain, and as they reached out for each other to help one another back up, they each felt tiny, strong paws grip, then shove them apart as a small black and orange striped body wearing a strange black garment and black slippers on their back feet slid in between them and headed quickly for the center of the dance floor. The tiny, cat-like, striped individual did a triple flip in the air mere inches away from Bear Chop's head, came flying down to the ground, and landed upside down and balanced delicately on one outstretched claw that gleamed in the dance floor lights. Everyone gasped. Power Dog and Tuffy were sitting mere inches away, mouths open, still stunned by the face and rear end slams. Hold up, wait a minute. Do we have a new dance master in the house? Everyone's eyes were fixed on the small cat-like figure as they leapt high into the air, did a triple somersault high above the crowd before kicking off of Bear Chop's actual face and went flying right out the double doors the bear chop had made her entrance from. Power Dog and Tuffy, followed by the entire crowd, chased right after. But by the time they opened the doors that seemed way too heavy for such a small individual to push through so quickly with just a sharp kick and with such ease, the back alley was completely empty. Who in the who... "'Was that?' exclaimed Tuffy, 
as Power Dog strained and squinted his eyes in the outside darkness, trying to use his extremely good vision to see as far as he could to figure out just where the striped stranger had gone. He looked over his shoulder back into the club and saw a very bewildered, confused Bear Chop rubbing her nose. But beyond Bear Chop, Power Dog saw the neon clock on the wall, rubbed his own nose, which was feeling a little sore, and said, Oh no, Tuffy, we're about to miss the last shuttle back. <gasps> oh no, Power Dog, we'll be so busted. All right, that's it for today's episode. Thanks for joining us as we kick off our second season. Now, I'm joined by my co-author and the seven-year-old with the most Dogland knowledge, my son Hank. Hi, Hank. Hi. So, Hank, how excited are you to finally be sharing season two? No spoilers, though. I'm so excited that we're going to have D's. D's. Oh, that's a clue. A hint. Yeah, but no one will guess it. Mm. It's a challenge, listeners. Can you guess what Hank means? Yeah, if you want to know and you're a Ninjago lover, try finding something from that. Oh, good clue. We really cracked up writing the bit in this episode about pizza flavors. And we have to thank Ari from At Your Level for the awesome info about cat and dog taste buds. Yes, he said that cats don't have as many taste receptors as dogs do. So Mm -hmm. dogs can taste sweet things, but cats cannot. I know, how sad, right? Yeah, but it's okay since they they would probably like umami more. Mm -hmm. Umami's a fun word. Yeah. Say it with me. Umami. Yeah, there we go. That's good. Thanks, Hank. What were some comedy dog pizza flavors that you were coming up with? You had one that really cracked me up. Banana poop. (laughs) Another one. If you've heard, (laughs) if you listened to the episode, you might have liked this dead stuff on the beach (laughs) flavor. You can get just that or you can get dead stuff on the beach. (laughs) Okay, ready for some jokes? We. We. All right. I'm pretty sure that we already did this joke last season, but it's so good. It's worth a repeat. What is a dog's favorite pizza flavor? What? Pepperoni. 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 Okay, you want another one? Mm-hmm. Why did the dog have a hard time learning to dance? Why? Because he had two left feet. <laughs> Thank you, listeners. If you liked what you heard, you can see more content at our website, PowerDogAdventures, all one word, dot com. There, you can sign up for our infrequently emailed newsletter and also submit any good dog jokes. And we'll be forever grateful if you feel like telling your friends about the show, too. If you are looking for more great shows, then please check out the other members of Kids Listen, a grassroots organization dedicated to high-quality audio for kids and families. There are well over 100 great shows to find there. Ask your grown-up to check out kidslisten.org to find out more. Special thanks to our creative partner, the inimitable Jason Rourke, who makes these stories sound extra good with his wise counsel, recording, sound design, and even original music. This podcast has been made possible in part 
by funding provided by the Regional Arts and Culture Council in Portland, Oregon. Thank you, Rack. It has been made even more possible by listeners like you. Thank you so much for your support and extra big thanks to our Patreon patrons who get early access to all of our episodes ad-free, as well as goodies and merch and birthday shout-outs at any level of support. We are not joking even a little when we say we could not do this without you. The Adventures of Power Dog and Dogland is created in the ancestral lands of the Cowlitz, Multnomah, Kathlamet, Clackamas, Tumwater, Tualatin, Kalapuya, Wasco, Molala, Watlala, Bands of the Chinook, and other indigenous nations and tribes of the first people who made their homes along the rivers here in what is now called Portland, Oregon. And special thanks to our own Granny and Gramps who helped us write and record our Power Dog theme song that you'll hear at the end of the episode. Hey, Granny and Gramps, what key did y'all say that's in? It's It's in D for Dogland. Tales to tell. 
And when we come together, all our tails will wag as well. So come with me to Dogland, we've got special tales to tell. And when we come together, all our tails will wag as well. Woof, woof! Woof!